Frank Network. Content on this production is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It is not medical advice, nor is it intended to substitute medical treatment or diagnosis. Seek medical help if you believe that you are suffering from a mental illness or are a threat to yourself or others. By using any or all of the information provided, you do so at your own risk. Any application of the material is at the listener's discretion and is his or her sole responsibility. Hey everybody, Doc Bryan here. Every single one of us get on the struggle bus at some time, but there are those who make no attempt to get off the struggle bus. We cannot fall into the temptation of continuing to pay their fare. If you ask Doc Bryan, what does that mean? I mean, sometimes we have to deal with friends and family members with tough love. We have to sit back and look at what we're doing to see, are we in fact enabling their actions? And if we are, as hard as it is, we can no longer pay their fare. everybody, Doc Brian here, and welcome to Doc Talks. We talk about people's troubles, trials, tribulations, and hopefully triumphs in life. As you may remember, a few weeks ago, we had Kelly LaMonica on the podcast. She is an elementary school counselor here in the state of Arkansas. She talked to us about COVID and COVID restrictions when it comes to elementary school students. As you may recall on that podcast, we talked about information from the National Health Institute or the NIH, which said that there was approximately 900 kids in the United States that have died, 18 and under, have died from COVID. Now, that kind of pales in comparison when we look at the near 913,000 people that have died in the United States since the onset of COVID. Now, to put this in perspective, as far as kids and COVID, we had the Super Bowl yesterday, uh, as many of you may have watched. And when we look at that, there was about 70,000 people at the the Super Bowl. Now, let's add another 30,000 to that and say, hey, there was 100,000. That means out of those 100,000 people, that one child would have died from COVID. And so when we look at these these restrictions, I'm not going to say that I'm for or against them uh, because we all have differing opinions due to our life experiences. Uh, but some people do believe that they are very restrictive and other people don't think they're restrictive enough. So to give us a little different perspective, I've invited some uh, school students here today to give it to us straight from them. So I'm going to start with Felicity here, and I know I just said your name, but tell us your name and what age, uh, what grade you're in. My name is Felicity, and I'm in seventh grade. All right. I'm Brooklyn, and I'm in 11th grade. Okay. Uh, I'm Macy, and I'm a senior. I'm Caleb, and I'm also a senior. All right. So tell us what what restrictions, and, and of course, you are all in schools here in Arkansas, um, but what restrictions do you have at your school currently due to COVID? Um, well, of course, the masks, you know, that's prevalent in every school, but um, also the quarantine rules. I mean, those differ between different schools in the state, but ours is, you know, if you're around someone with COVID and you're unvaccinated, you have to quarantine for 10 days. And then if you catch COVID, it's two weeks. But I mean, it differs. Uh, there's a lot of rules. Okay. So how do you how do you feel about having to wear a mask? I know there are other schools in the state of Arkansas that do not require that. Well, personally, I do not like it at all, but because it's just, it was so much better. You know, we can't see people's faces and just being able to like, like see everyone and what they looked like, you know, you don't 
that's just like those little things that you take for granted, you know, that, that like are the new normal is wearing a mask everywhere, you know, so. Sure. And so do you wear them everywhere around here? Yeah, pretty much. Personally, I don't like wearing a mask either. I've had COVID twice and I wouldn't want anybody to have it. It, it is very taxing. And for my listeners, you know that my, my mom had it. But how do you, do you really feel like that COVID is stopped by wearing a mask? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. And, and can you kind of explain why you feel that way? I mean, my mom worked at a nursing home and she wore like three masks a day, but still caught it like three times. Okay. And assumably, if you have to wear masks inside the school, is there also social distancing that you have to abide by? There's really not social distancing because we still pass each other in the hallway, run into each other, and we can take it off at lunch and we're all like real close together. Gotcha. So has anybody in your school that you know personally had COVID? Uh, me. I think we've all had it yeah. out of us four here. Okay. And how was it? Uh, for me, it wasn't that bad. The first two days were the worst mm-hmm. and I felt pretty sick. But after that, I mean, I was, I didn't have any symptoms. Okay. It was mainly allergies for me. That's so wild. Cause I mean, for my, it was, I feel like I was going to die. It was <laughs> awful. It was like, I didn't get out of bed for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Yeah. It was not. Felicity, did you have COVID as well? I did. And on my first day, it was major, it was major headaches. But I mean, after it was more like the more you move around, the more you didn't really know it was there. So Right. And, and so I, I think I asked, nobody has had a relative that's passed from COVID. Is that right? No, no sir. Have you had a close friend or, or someone close to your family that has? We had somebody who went to church with us and he was not, he was no older than 30 and he passed away. It was right at the beginning. It was during 2020. So mm. it's right at the beginning of COVID. And, and no, I'm trying not to use the traditional psychology question here and say, well, how does that make you feel? <laughs> but, but knowing it and seeing it there in front of you like that and knowing that, that it could be fatal for some, how did that change your perspective about COVID? Okay, well, I'll be completely honest with you. So the first time I ever we heard would about hope co- you would be honest, <laughs> but the first time I ever heard about COVID was it was like February of 2020, and we were actually in Disney World, and it's like right when it was in China. You know, like we were like, oh, that would never happen, and then then it started like trickling its way into like the United States, and then like I work with this best friend, so like. Yeah. So it was like it got it hit really close to home for all of us. Like he went to church in our little small town and like it was a big deal. And so then all of a sudden it was like in your face, like it's real. Like it's not just something you hear about on the news, you know, like it's an actual like this is serious. So right. and, and were you able to have a funeral that um, everyone attended for them? I know. I think it was like a distance thing. So like time slots. So like people would it was pretty much like a reservation. So some people would come in and some. So it was very, very much spread out. Mm-hmm. So. And so in dealing with that, being that you didn't really have a a traditional, if we can use that word, funeral, did that affect your ability to process grief? Well, okay, so absolutely, because like, oh, yes, (laughs) but it was just like I said, like it was like, absolutely, because it was just 100 percent like in your face, like we can't, nothing's like how it used to be. And Mm -hmm. so absolutely, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So let's let's talk about school real quick. I know we have a junior and two seniors here. High school prom. Were you able to have prom? Were you able to have graduation? Were you able to have homecoming? How how did that all work out? Well, the first year of COVID, I was a sophomore. She was too. And uh, we actually made it to the state championship. 
And our last, our game was the last game played in Hot Springs before everything got shut down. So all the pro sports teams, NFL, NBA, NHL, all of them closed due to COVID because it was coming so prevalent in the U.S. And then I remember uh, we came back that Friday after the championship, and then our spring break lasted the rest of the summer. Mm. So when we came back the next year, you know, masks, of course, social distancing, all this stuff. And then I remember the seniors that year, they they didn't get a like an actual graduation. They had to like do it on like a trailer outside in their cars. And one senior at a time walks up and grabs their diplomas and they'll say their name and they have to get back in their car. It was just really a whole lot of newness for everyone. Sure. And and graduation, especially from high school, is somewhat of a rite of passage. Uh, and so if you were to put yourself in these seniors' shoes that had to do graduation in this very untraditional style, how do you think that would affect you? Right. I mean, one of my best friends at the time, like now that she's graduated, we don't talk as much anymore, but like she graduated in 2020. And so like I was really up close and personal. Like she was like, oh, it hurt. Like it was a sad thing because like you look forward from the time that you're at least in middle school to for graduation, you know, like it's a big deal. Like being a senior, like I can tell you now, like being a senior, everyone's looking up to you. Like you're the oldest people in the class, you know? And so I just remember that like we would talk like quite often and she would just be genuinely upset because like, well, now all this work, like I've been here for 13 years and I just have to drive through to get my diploma, you know? So it was just kind of disheartening for sure. I could imagine. Sure. And so Felicity, you were in the seventh grade. You are now. So that means when this started, you were in the fifth grade. Did you get to have a sixth grade graduation or did y'all do that here? Do you have we six? had we didn't have a sixth grade graduation because we had two options. We either like the whole grade would get together and have like a cookout and then we had a kickball game right after. It was sixth grade against all the teachers. So everyone of course is gonna go for the kickball game. So that's what we did instead. Okay. So there there was something that you did in lieu of graduation where you were still together. Now, I guess my question is, if it's not okay to have a graduation, then why is it okay to have a cookout and a kickball? Anybody want to speak to that? <laughs> oh, I, that's so, because I mean, even like right now in our little town, okay, so today's Valentine's Day. Okay. So, yeah, today's, Val <laughs> so today's Valentine's Day. So, Obviously, so our elementary school's right beside our high school. It's brand new. It just it was built over like they just started after Christmas break, and no one could have like they couldn't have Valentine's parties and like the parents couldn't come. But at the same time, this weekend we're having we're hosting regional tournaments for basketball. So all these people coming from outside of town, district not regional, sorry, district tournament. Um, they're all coming from like all these different parts of like central Arkansas, but. Their own, the kids' own parents can't even come to, like, these their little kids' Valentine's party. And, like, that's just, that doesn't make much sense, in mm. my personal opinion. Right. So, it really yeah. don't. And then yes. when, like, everyone, they're, I mean, you're supposed to be mask mandated here, but no one really wears a mask, and everyone's just so close. It's Especially at the basketball games, like, everybody takes it all. Yeah, they don't enforce it much. You wear one when you get in, but. Yeah. You know. Even the principal doesn't even wear one at a basketball game. Now, once again, not trying to use the term, how does that make you feel? But <laughs> how does it make you feel <laughs> that you have someone who is in a position of administration that you have to follow certain rules at school, but in an extracurricular activity, they don't follow the rules? Well, one of our teachers, she's an older teacher, 
And she emailed the superintendent trying to get the mask taken off because no one even wears them. And when we do, we have it below, below our nose. And he said that he can't do that. But at the basketball game, he didn't have his on and neither did his wife. So, so do you feel there's a complete double standard? Yes. Right. I think it's kind of totally. biased depending on situations for like sports, you know, it's maybe a little more lenient. I know we're doing athletic activity. We don't have to wear them at all. But then, you know, whenever someone's gathered to watch, they're supposed to be wearing them. Sure. I get yeah. the running around and not wearing right. one because, I mean, with people with asthma, I mean. Yeah, I get that too. But at the same time, you got to think about like it's a, they have a rule here for a reason. What's What's the difference? Right. Yeah, that goes along the lines of like leading by example. You know? Absolutely. And, 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 you know, we we even as uh, being older students and we being adults, it's very important that we set that example and we set that bar high. And so how do you feel like this? I don't want to say lack of responsibility, but lack of consistency has changed you as to if it's one rule that we all follow the rule as opposed to you can follow it when you want to or you can not follow it when you want to. How has that kind of affected you? Well, like uh, the severity of it, I guess, is a good thing because like if you're, you know, if you're wearing a mask, then you're not going to get COVID in this building. But if but you're OK in the other building like that, just it kind of like lessens like, oh, well, what is it like, you know, like what? What is the difference? Like, what changes, you know, in from one room to another? So it's kind of like, what? Like, it just doesn't, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't make, yeah. Anyways, so. <laughs> and so, which I, I played basketball in seventh grade till I figured out it was running sport and I quit <laughs> really quick. Um, but I was, I was the band kid and I, my nephew is in band and they go to state every year. And so I was at the state marching competition and <laughs> There were these kids out marching on the field and they had masks on, but they had a little slit right. so that their lips could come out. And then they had these big covers over the end of their horn. And I'm like, why? You know, why? And 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 so these these restrictions kind of at a certain point kind of seem redundant and silly. And so how do you think, and we we kind of talked about not being able to play sports, but all of these activities that limit us in doing this and wearing a mask, you can't see people's faces. Uh, and I know in psychology, one of the biggest things is to be able to see somebody's face when you're talking to them to kind of read what they're what they're thinking. How do you think that this has affected your interpersonal relationships and to be close to each other? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I think with uh, all these quarantines, you know, a lot of people are spending more time alone. So they won't have, you know, community social media more people are on their phones trying to connect with each other since they can't do it in person as much and like you said the masks facial expressions i mean that's a really easy way to tell people's emotions and what they're thinking but also just not being able to like see people in person and hang out you know you gotta you know play video games or do something through a device rather than like seeing them in person i mean i think that has a takes a toll on a lot of people's minds right like there's so many things like, you know, like Zoom, for an example, like you can have a Zoom birthday party or like for me, I'm a dancer. So like during 2020, trying to learn a whole production over Zoom, that's really difficult. You know, even having a birthday party or 
virtual school or whatever like that's so much like not I don't know how to say it like professionally but like less fun you know it's like not even close to the same thing as being like in somebody like with somebody you know I feel like after this is all over if it ends everybody's going to be less social and going to forget how to act in public right Mm -hmm. I definitely think depression is more common now because I mean with quarantine no one can see anyone and like Caleb said, everyone's on devices. And I mean, that limits outside activities, which then like, I mean, you get out of shape and like life just goes downhill. Yeah. Would any of you be surprised to know that suicide rate has almost doubled since and that divorce rate has significantly increased? Right. And, And so now that we're, which, you know, introverts have lived for this day all of their life to be able to stay at home. And, and uh, yeah, I see that Brooklyn. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, there are some of us that, which I'm sure all of you know, vitamin D, we all know what vitamin D is, right? Sunlight, we get vitamin D that way. Well, 98% of Americans are deficient in vitamin D, whether they're outside or not. But vitamin D has such a strong factor when it plays into our mental health. And if we're stuck inside somewhere, that just continues to depreciate and it affects our, I'm not going to use the scientific word, it affects our want to, to do things. How has these restrictions affected your want to when it comes to participating in outside activities or even extracurricular activities? I mean, if you can... You can get away with being quarantined and not have to do anything for two weeks, especially like you said for introverts. Like, why do I have to? Why do I have to get outside and do this? Or why do I need to go? You know, like if I can, like quote unquote, get away with being quarantined. Which don't get me wrong, it's I get it. But like, if I can, if I don't have to, why do like why do I need to? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I I if I could stay at home for two weeks, I would be perfectly fine for that until you told me I had to stay at home for two weeks. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. And that's where that. Well, that, also, I think another thing, a bunch of people, when they get quarantined, they get comfortable with being, you know, not having to do anything, no responsibility, just sitting at home, you know, wa- watching their phones all the time. That when they have to go back and do what they need to do, like say work or school, they don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely think for school, the virtual is kind of crazy because everyone on virtual, I mean, no one really does their work. So when you go back to school, you're so far behind. And it's just like that brings so much stress on anyone. Yeah, because last week was my first week back at school from being quarantined for like a whole month because I went only six days in January to actual school. Hmm. And I was so far behind. I had like 20s in most of my classes. And I have a test actually tomorrow in one of my classes that I'm not prepared for at all. Right. You may write you a doctor's note. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So did any of you, were any of you forced to do online school at any point in time? Yes. Like with the weathering, we had to do it. And then like in 2020. 21. 21. Yeah, 2021. We had uh, like little increments of time periods where we had to, the whole school's virtual, you know, we all had to learn from a computer. Because majority of the school was out sick including some teachers. I think that's difficult for some of the teachers, too, because, I mean, they're not experienced with teaching the whole class through a screen, you know, and, I mean, students, I mean, personally, it's harder to learn that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to definitely be in a classroom and see somebody doing it 
and be able to stop them and ask a question. Uh, I remember when I was in college, I took microbiology. Uh, not No, not, I did take it, <laughs> but chemistry, I took chemistry. And don't ever take chemistry if you can get out of taking it in college. That's the test I have tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> bless you. I will, I'll write you two doctor's notes. Um, but I, I remember, and we were in a classroom, and I said, hey, can you go back and explain that again? And her response was, we'll get back around to it. And I'm, I, can't, I can't work that way. So with having, which I assume it wasn't that you had to do virtual, it was AMI days. Uh, alternative uh, methods of instruction. Um, so when you did the AMI days, did you notice that your grades significantly decreased or was it that you had to work harder to maintain the grade? I think it was a little bit of both. I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. And so in in all of COVID, what I'm just we're going to ask each of you, and and we'll start with with Brooklyn since I'm writing her two uh. doctor's notes. Um, <laughs> what do you think the hardest part about COVID was? Not just school, not just church, but any the whole spectrum. What was the hardest part of COVID for you? Not being able to see my friends and like experiencing. Since I'm 16, it took so long for me to actually take the driving test because of COVID. Yeah, it's been hard not to experience something 16-year-olds were able to experience. Okay. And Felicity, what about you? I think the hardest part for me was is like during the first years, like the first the like first year and a half of it, it was really hard for me because my grandma in Florida, she's like it's way too far away for me. She got sick and which limited limited us going to see her. And it just, like, it caused me to be, like, less active. Like, it made me really sad because we go, like, twice, if not three times every year to see her. And we, like, last year was the first year we got to go see her in, like, three years. Okay. And Macy, what about you? Okay, so, okay, so I was homeschooled several for a while I'm sorry and <laughs> yeah, can you tell no no not really it's okay yes. but so right at the beginning and yes we can tell <laughs> yes love that thanks but right at the beginning of COVID I got started to get involved in the like our in the school which I well I go to the school now but so like so I was a cheerleader in my sophomore year it was the first time I've ever cheered I was like this should be fun so I did it and then I also played volleyball for the first time ever which was I don't know why I did that but it was really fun just for something to do and it was like, I was starting all these new things, you know, like I've never cheered and I've never played volleyball. And like, I've never been, you know, like I had never done any of that because I had been homeschooled. And like, my main thing was like, I just, I just didn't do any of that. And like, so I was really excited to get started. And then like, all of a sudden it was COVID. And like, I was, because I was involved in the school, I kept getting quarantined. Like I was quarantined to the probably the majority of 2020. Like most of my sophomore year, I was in my room which was kind of upsetting because like I was starting all this new stuff and like then I couldn't do it because I'm very much not an introvert. I have serious FOMO and I need to be <laughs> everywhere at all times. So like that was my main thing because like I just want to do stuff with my friends and like I want to be able to go here and go here and like no one can do that when all of, when all of America shut down, you know? So that was the main thing, just not being able to do normal life, you know, which is crazy, so... I mean, kind of what she said, but I think the the hardest part for me is how much it divides everyone, uh, especially politically. I mean, you'll see people, 
you know, not coming to church because of the rules a certain church has, or they won't go here because of their rules concerning masks or vaccines or all that. Like it just divides people so much. And some of the people, you know, like really close, you know, they won't talk to you just because of one view that you hold. Yeah, absolutely. That that probably has been the hardest for me as well. And, and I've said in previous podcasts, COVID was the one thing that should have brought us all together. Right. But it was the major thing that split us all apart. And so one thing that I have found in younger people, uh, I would say students, is that students tend to have more apathy now and more empathy towards people who may be struggling. Uh, do you see that as well, that there are people that just care more now? because they've had a lack of that relationship and interpersonal skills. And now you can see each other. You can be in person somewhat. Do you, do you see that that has helped any? Honestly, I think that's like not as often, like more oftentimes not than like actually, cause like he was talking about, like there's so much more division. It's so rare to find someone, even if your like opinions are different, like that respect your de decision, you know? And like, that's cr like wild because like, so many people are on this side or this side and then that all of a sudden you're not friends anymore because you think you should wear a mask and you think you shouldn't you know yeah it's like there's no gray area and if right. you think there is you're wrong too yeah i on facebook i have like five thousand followers which is the most you can have and when i put on there that i got vaccinated i lost like 250 people and people who were really good friends of mine preachers other doctors were like you are an idiot for getting vaccinated, I'm going, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way, but why do we, why do we feel like we have to, let me say it this way, why is it that we don't understand that we can disagree with each other and still be friends? Right, 100%. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people are just so strong about something that they just write you off, even if you've been friends for a lifetime, they're just done? Yes, absolutely, because like, <sighs> Yeah, because like, just like, just because my opinion is different is like, that's so, uh, it's upsetting because like, just because I think one way and you think another way doesn't mean like, it's like, doesn't mean that we should not be like friends. Like, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. Like, just because our opinions are different. Like, it's so wild to me. And like, it's you, like, maybe I might be wrong. Cause I mean, I was like young when like considered to be like younger when COVID started, but like, maybe I just didn't notice it as much, but like. If you're like person, like one person, like if they think that they're right, no one else, like there's no room for like any other conversation, you know, like this is the absolute, that's what so many people think. And I just, I don't think that's true. Because yeah, I think it's, I think it's a problem when people think that the truth is subjective. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. So when everyone thinks that their own opinions are right, goes back to the whole morality is subjective yeah. type ordeal. I definitely think people are like more self-centered and like focus on their self. They're more greedy because of all, all like all, all of the COVID stuff. But I also feel like some people were brought up that way, so to say, because I mean, if you think about it politically, some people who believe one way are like taught, it's like if they don't believe this way, then we don't need to talk to them. And I just, I think it's yeah. really crazy. Majority of the like kids in our grade will believe one way because their parents believe that, believe that way, and they don't know anything different because they haven't been seen, been around anything different. Sure. And so, with that difference of opinion, have you seen that become hostile? 
and maybe fights or things like that within it? I, I can I can say, yeah. I yeah. mean, especially on social media, you'll see, a, I mean, a lot of people attacking each other with words. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've personally seen anything physical, maybe once or twice, but I couldn't recount any memories of that. People on social media can be brutal. Yeah, right. because they're really? behind a screen. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, they, look at TikTok. You have the yeah. vegan teacher. I mean, everyone comes at her because she's vegan. <laughs> Well, she got canceled, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's and arrested for yeah. something. Another thing. She, she comes at people who eat meat. That's another mm-hmm. thing. I right. mean, yeah. like, if you disagree with someone, I mean, the media can just cancel you. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't see that as fair. Yeah, cancel because you culture, disagree doesn't mean it shouldn't be shown. Cancel right. culture is stupid because like you could help somebody understand why you believe this way and why they should not bring other opinions down instead of just canceling them for what they did. I very much help them help them learn from their mistakes mm-hmm. and tell them why it's a mistake. You yeah. Know? yeah, but do we not have to leave an open mind to say they might have some truth to what they're oh, saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you have to be willing to have that conversation. I think that's where a lot of us lack. Is that look, we're not willing. Like I I have a friend who is a diehard Republican, and if the current administration says anything, it's false. <laughs> because that's the current administration. It has nothing to do with, or if Dr. Fauci says something, it has to be false. And and we live, kind of these people are living in an alternate reality of, of things that are really going on in the world. Do you see those type of students in school with you as well? Yeah, there's a teacher that's like that. And like... Oh, they need to be fired. <laughs> what was their name? I'll write that down here. <laughs> they don't like push their opinion on the students, but they'll say what's on their mind and talk about it with the student. And then there's another teacher that will argue why they're right with a student. Mm. I mean, even one of my good friends, like who's a senior too, like, I don't know how it is for guys, but like for girls, girls are so opinionated, like, (sighs) and like, they're going to let you know what you think if your outfit looks good or if they don't like you today. Like, it's so like, they're going to let you know by their like whether they tell you or like the way they talk to you like you'll like they'll let you know like you'll know how they feel and like that's like you can tell it's like I can tell in high school especially because I mean I didn't grow up and I didn't grow up in a public school because I was homeschooled so like it's really like thrown into my face I was like wow like these people aren't afraid to like let me know that they Mm -hmm. do not like me today so yeah absolutely I I definitely think that like females have a shorter fuse also because of COVID because I mean well the more that we spend with our friends and our family the more like we start to realize we want more space than we normally used to sure and and I'm kind of of the opinion if guys talk to each other the way that girls talk to each other (laughs) most of us would be in jail (laughs) girls are brutal uh to each other so uh just kind of wrapping all of this up I want to give you each an opportunity of something you would share with somebody who may be struggling with COVID or a family member they've lost with COVID, or maybe even in these situations where their friends have have pushed them to the side because they don't believe the same way that they do. Uh, so, Caleb, I'm going to start with you. What is what is one thing that you would say to those that may be struggling? Um, Psalms 34:18 says that uh, God is close to the heart, uh, brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And mm-hmm. You know, all of our trials and tribulations are all temporary. Mm. Right. And then there's, he knows the reference, but I don't. <laughs> and it's the verse in the Bible that talks about, like, he's not going to tempt you more than you're able. So, like, even if your friend group has turned your back or if you're struggling with something, they might not even be COVID, you know, if you're struggling, like, mentally or whatever. Like, 
he's not going to tempt you like you're you're going to make it through this you know like but you can't do it by yourself like ask for help and ask for mentorship because like you can't a lot of times you can't make things like make it through things alone Mm -hmm. so and even outside of religion those that may not be in the faith they need to know too that it's okay to ask for help absolutely absolutely if you're struggling with something talk to someone who you trust and if your friends decide not to be your friends because of your opinion then they weren't really your friends in the first place i like that find (laughs) find the people who will accept you no matter what happens and no matter your opinion Hmm. see i feel like if you're struggling you should like find someone who's struggling but in a different way and that part like y'all push each other to strive like and strive to do better like with each other i feel like that definitely could push people like to grow together too yeah if you want more of something, you got to give what you have away. Right. If you yeah. want more love, you've got to give your love. If you, you know, uh, Dale Carnegie, which I know nobody in this room knows who he is. <laughs> Brother Taylor might know who he is. Oh, he don't either. Uh, he must, he's way younger than I am. But Dale Carnegie once said, if you want to have friends, you have to be friendly. And, and that's so true for us today. Anybody else have anything they want to add? All right. No, sir. Well, thank you for listening today and thank all of you for being a guest here on Doc Talks with us. And we appreciate uh, your insight and all that you are have shared with us with COVID. Like I said before, I'm not going to give my opinion or what I think simply because all of us have varying different opinions based upon what we have been through in our life experiences. And so things that you may have gone through I may not have experienced, which caused you to feel much differently about those things. As I always say, however you feel, it's okay to feel that way. Just don't unpack and live there. I've been Doc Brian. This is Doc Talks with Dr. Brian Shepard. Of course, Doc Talks is a part of the Be Frank Network. You can find all of our podcasts there at BeFrankNetwork.com. Also, you can call into our guest line at any time. Leave us a message at 910 877-7239. That's 910-777-7239. You can find all of my social media link. I don't remember if I said this or not. You can find all of my social media links at the bottom of my website, the.brian.com, T-H-E-D-O-C-B-R-I-A-N.com. It's good to have all of you with us again. Thank you for for giving us your opinions and uh, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thank you. And everybody listening, we will talk with you soon. Goodbye.